0: Today's podcast is presented by Green Rider.
1: I'm just a ordinary average guy. My friends are boring. And so am I. We're just ordinary average guys. Well, hey, what's up? We're here, baby. We're here, dude. We got a yeah, hell absolutely. of a,
0: a uh, hell of a lot of good reviews from uh, Jonah's podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: going did. back to the roots. Going back to the roots. I know. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, Andrew and I, like you and I, we have so much fun doing our own thing outside of like recording when we're not with each other. I'm like, I just wish there was a way where we could continue to put content out that isn't even ours that we can just like, ha- like that's could just be the database, you know? Like starting the straight candid podcast, having John and Sarah's podcast, uh, X, Y, and Z, all these different pod, like the first date podcast. We'll have like three or four different podcasts in the funnel that you and I get to produce and be super proud of at the same time you and I can record and catch up on our convenience. Right. Like I, I want to, I want to obviously record in with guests and everything like that. But like
0: when I'm here and you're there, It's like all we really have is each other at this point. Right. And then going back to like just you and I connecting on what we're after and what we're trying to, you know, earn for back pocket, people connect with way easier. I mean, I was talking to Mark Dottle earlier this week and he was like, the last few podcasts, I couldn't really, I didn't feel like I was in the room with you guys anymore. There was like a lost charisma of us, you know, not having great energy with the guest or whatever and this is coming from mark and he said when you guys came with jonah kind of recording the quote-unquote back-end show like he did last year it rekindled like uh, mark was like i was in the room like i was talking at you guys even though you couldn't hear me because i was listening to the podcast but mark was he's was, like i'm in the room and i, I was trying to like s- like comment on what you guys were talking about whether it was like jonah talking about how his guitars got stolen or me smoking cigs um just like random shit like that like it was there was a you know the charisma was back so it was just cool to hear from uh, someone who's listened to us from the get-go
1: i know yeah it just and i and the cool thing too is like i felt the same way um even listening back to those other podcasts not to say that they are bad podcasts like there's a lot of good stuff to take away from any of them any of the last three or four um but yeah it's just a it's I guess what it comes down to is just like, it's a different like vibe. It's a different energy just because we're in a situation we've really never been in before. And we're just kind of doing the old foag, like figure out, figure out how to continue to put the content out there, still have an absolute blast doing it. And then still like still being while all still being genuine, transparent, and authentic, because at the end of the day, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And I don't ever want to like force something that I don't want to do too.
0: Yeah, and I was on, like, for the last couple weeks, just releasing these podcasts so much later than when we actually record them, whether it's, like, the Ron Johnson one that we recorded at the beginning of August and then we released it this week. I felt like I was losing the love for what we were doing just in that sense. Like, it was just... I didn't feel like I was coming... Like, I wasn't thinking about Back Pocket excited. I was thinking about, like, oh, shit, I got to get this done. I got to do this, like, check boxes. It wasn't like I... Like, Like this is what we love doing. We're only doing this because we love it. And I was losing that love. Or I have yeah. And I think recently, like, from Mark's comment and sitting down with Jeremy the other week, um, he had a couple great ideas for some long-term uh, goals. It was, yeah, I was getting some juices going. I don't know.
1: All right. Yeah, the uh... – I do agree with that. Like it did, it has felt like a chore, even from like the social standpoint of like having to post and shit all the, all the time. And I don't have like a, I don't feel right at the, at the moment right now that I have a Rolodex content that I like, and not necessarily, it's not that I'm not proud of it. I just don't have much of it. So I don't want to have to like be putting it out there. And I don't necessarily, I, I always feel the stress to put it out there. Cause that's part of my job. And I want to do that. Um, but at the same time, to your point, like usually I love doing it. I don't think twice about it, but there's been times where it's like, oh my God, like this is a such a fucking chore. Like I don't even want to do it. Right. It's weird.
0: Well, we, we don't have each other to like, you know, get creative with things. And like when, when there is a lull, you and I would go do some cool shit with a guest outside and just wing it and film it. And that would be awesome content. You and I, you know we have the creative energy when we're together and when we're separated, I'm like trying to figure out what do I create by myself that is of the same caliber. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I need the boys. I need, I need things going on and I just haven't been proactive to the sense.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. Like I always, like, I I don't think I have a creative lull just by myself because I actively try and create all the time. And I think you see that a lot on like my, social pages or whatever too like
0: yeah
1: I, i'm posting on my personal instagram all the time i'm tweeting and whatever all the time anyways um writing jokes and doing whatever so i don't think there's a creative lull there but i think the cohesion of back pocket and what that creative is which is me and you usually doing stuff is a lack there's a lull there because we're not together yeah um but again like where we want to go is like in what i kind of said at the very beginning which was like what if can we can i just like live my goddamn life and like still have back pocket putting out the content that like i'm proud of like i'm in control i'm not necessarily in control of what people say and what they do but like i'm providing the platform to people say to for people to say and do certain things they want to do and if i can just and like goes back to like the barstool model and like how dave portnoy can sit in his uh nantucket place doing uh day trader all day or doing whatever the hell he does, mm-hmm. and the company works without him even if he's not it, even when he's sleeping. You know, right? That's the kind of the point that frustrates me at times, is because like I'm so freaking busy with construction out here, and that's a conversation we'll probably get into here in a little bit. But the other part is like with this construction job, and I have like one day off. Like I'm not like the first thing I'm thinking of doing is like trying to like go and escape somewhere. Like I've just been escaping the last couple of weeks. Like that just got from a camping trip in the middle of nowhere in Mount Lemon, Tucson. And me and this girl went up out there and just like camped for two days. And then I did that last week too. And it's been just like such a good release. And I have all this like different creative energy and all this different things I'm working on. But at the same time, it's like I come back and I feel just as guilty as I left because I'm like, there's still like so much work to be done, you know?
0: Right. How has the camping trips been? It must be gorgeous out there. Like, like very quiet. I mean, yeah. one of the stars are always out because there's not that much skyscrapers, but even more so you're going out in like just the boonies. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's very similar to
1: Colorado in the sense that there's like mountains and it's, but the cool part is like, it's super dry and the climate still has a ton of vegetation to it and stuff. And, uh, the last couple of weeks have just been like, she has a truck tent. So, uh, she, like, she bought a truck tent and a, and like a bed that fits in the back of the truck. So you're literally just like sleeping under the stars. And it's so simple. Like you can, like, we literally don't, we don't go to camping sites. We just go to like different, like state forests and locations where we can just kind of drive out into the middle of nowhere. And then we just kind of live off of like, fucking White Claw, Water, uh, Cheez-Its, and, like, M&M's.
0: No-brainer on the Cheez-Its.
1: <laughs> No-brainer on the Cheez-Its. But, yeah, it's, it's been, like, those are the things that, I don't know. I I never want to sacrifice, like, simply just living my life for the idea that I would have to, like, go and produce content or go and do this. Like, I never want to feel bad for doing any of those things. I'd rather just, like, recognize it and then figure out a better way to, like, move forward or adjust to the to the lifestyle that I'm trying to live or the person that I'm trying to be.
0: Yep. I don't know, man. I for like what's going on here is the we're doing the same thing. Like there's nothing really changing what, like what I'm doing day to day. Um, Caleb and I are crushing it and we were actually just talking about this we're trying to figure out our long-term vision of it. Cause we are finding a lull in like the love of our work because we don't know what's like, what's the uh, evolution. What's the next step? Where are we aiming towards? Is it like the, the two comma club? Are we trying to make a million dollars in a year? Like what, what's the goal? And um, that's made me think of like back pocket. Like I was like, what's our long-term vision? We're Right now we're just kind of like piecing things out there and like just planning three months out and being like, all right, Bochella, we got to execute on this. That ends. Then we have something else in in line. Like we're thinking about going on a road trip and touring a couple cities, trying to do um, public speaking there, whether it's at, you know, companies at high schools and then recording podcasts with anybody and their mom in these, in each city. Like, that's a great vision, but like, what's the, what's the evolution of it. And we have always said it's a mirror mentality, like wherever we are at, that's how back pocket's going to do and it's hard to see back pocket as a whole cuz it's you and i and i don't know where i fit into your next step and you don't know where i you fit into my next step so it's like we we're trying to puzzle something together where we don't have the corner pieces like we have no corner pieces <laughs> and <laughs> you got to get the corner pieces that's the first step <laughs> We don't – well, we have the corner pieces, but, like – No, they're under the couch. They're under the rug. Like, you know, they're lost. Those corner pieces are – Yeah. Well, I just just think, like, we have a puzzle
1: that's, like, loosely filled in, but you and I are in different rooms trying to put the pieces together. (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, you're you're like, I think this piece works here, and, like – because when you do a puzzle like yeah you can do it by yourself but like if you have two people like you're able to like separate colors do all this different thing and actually put the pieces of the puzzle together i it's just it's just a different it's it i it really just i mean what we're, i feel like what we're getting at it's just we don't we're used to spending so much time together and doing like every everything together and then all of a sudden you know you take away our one big thing which was bochella you know not take it away but just it's over so we don't have much else to stress about on a day-to-day basis so it's like we've been able to just like get away with not having to having to have meetings having to have calls like even the calls we do take it's like you and i both don't need to be be there those pieces of the puzzles are pretty easy when they ask us questions about who we are we can both give them answers and direction yeah that's not the problem it's more about like when you have an investors meeting and they tell you well what's your like get us your six-month plan And uh, we'll move forward with like thinking about what kind of money that's going to take. And it's like, dude, the next six months, I have no idea what I want to do. Like, (laughs) I know it's not that it's not a bad thing, but I also think it would just be more fun to take advantage of the fact that we don't know what we want to do in the next six months. Like I was just thinking about uh, yesterday, I went and played golf and I was a single and I was, I had two threesomes in front of me. And I was just going to vibe check. I vibe checked both of them. The first group looked weird as hell. Slow as shit golfers didn't vibe with them. The second group, I came up on them. It smelled like weed. I feel like they just rolled a blunt and they were shocking a beer. And I just said, they just said, Hey to them. And then they, I started, I ended up starting to play with them. Hell yeah. And they're like, how many times have you played this year? And I said, probably 50. Like honest, honest to God, I've probably played 50 rounds of golf this summer. And they're like, that's insane how'd you do that? And, you know, did it. Cause I'm out here in Tucson, of course. Mm-hmm. But, um, I just started realizing like, dude, how much golf content did you and I have for the last three months? Like if we were just, if we just like actively put together and continue to post, I think, which we did a lot already, which was cool. But like, we just, we became the golf guys overnight because we wanted to do it. We became the Wim Hof guys overnight cause we wanted to do it. We became, the Bochella guys and the party partiers and the beastie boys overnight because we wanted to do it. None of this has anything to do with what we want to do in five months or what our six month plan is. It's only going to give us a better perspective or a different perspective for what we want to do eventually. Just like that quote I posted on our page the other day. It's not about going after a goal. It's about going after yourself and letting goals adjust to that. Yes. So it's like, what do you want to do in the next six months? It's like, well, you and I talked about a road trip. Sick. Let's fucking do it. What yeah, else doesn't, you know, what else needs to be said? Like yeah. we're still with so much. There's like, it's not that there's no expectation. There's just like, I think what's the coolest part about us is like, there's, it's just going to be an evolution. We'll, we'll figure it out as we go. And we just got to be okay with that. And we got to be aware of when we do have a lull or when we aren't liking it, because that's when it's time to make a change to do what you want to do. Do something better. Do something different.
0: And I really want to like engage with our community. Like at the end of the day, I love being with people that we've connected with and whether we're the center of it or we're just around it, like hanging out with Austin Harrington, going to play around a round of golf with him. Um, dude's the, the best dude. I want to have him back on the show because he's, he's evolved so much and mm-hmm. it's just the coolest thing to, you know, have all of these people around uh, like to just hang out with and I want to then like perform for them. I want to do a live show. I want to, I want to get back out in the town and like make a statement, but it's hard with all like the, the unknowns and the variables of, um, you know, the lack of what's going like COVID and shutting things down. And we can't actually, we're all just sitting at our homes, like just twiddling our thumbs at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. And that's, I mean, the thing, the cool part about that too, is like these connections, uh, these friendships, these different people that we'd run into are never like, they're always growing most of the more likely than not. Um, and that's like the best part. Like you played, you probably saw Austin last year once and now you saw him this year once. Uh, I've yet to see him. I got to see him. Uh, yeah. But that goes, that goes to say that's a very similar mindset, very similar uh, thing with a lot of different people that we've met over the last couple of years and to your point yeah you where you're kind of in when you're in a in a city right now during this time in the election year all these different things it feels like you're trapped in this like glass box like you have all these different things that you want to do outside but you like can't do them for some reason like there's a there's an existential force that is preventing things to fall into place but then you like kind of just start doing two plus two four plus four eight plus eight like you start doing getting back to the fucking roots get back to your math your yeah. timetable you start doing the math you start realizing well there are a couple things we could do why don't we just do those golf is one of them but another one that i think we, we could easily do after like now fucking hoofing it the last two weeks up in, up in the mountains and shit like we do we can go we can go on a road trip and meet the most amazing people and not have to worry a single thing about it while utilizing the network that we've already had. That's kind of how I plan want to plan on how how I plan on wanting to do some, like attacking it at least.
0: Yeah, because I, I I love having these big things on our calendar that we are we struggle to execute on because there's so many moving parts. But then we we I mean we always execute on it. It's complicated and it's so it's fun to figure put the fucking piece the, uh, puzzle together. Um, yeah, like Mark Dowdle going back to him, him doing this 160-mile uh, run from Duluth back to St. Paul on October 3rd, like, that's the shit that, like, I want to have running through back pockets veins.
1: Yeah, at all times. Yeah. Which are you – you're, like, helping out with that, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I'm driving the van for him, and I'm going to f- try to film as much as I can and, you know, cool. make sure he's got his nutrients, make sure he's always energized. I'm just going to drive right behind him. And he's just gonna fucking run for a hundred and sixty miles.
1: That's insane. He You're was talking to he was talking
0: to his two um, ultra marathon friends that he's connected with through like social media, and they just got done running their first ever hundred um, miler, and they were saying how there's all of these extra ex- external like pressures that you kind of think you need to use as motivation, whether it's you're doing it for a charity or you have a great mentor and you're trying to do it for him, uh, your parents, your friends, all the people that you said you're going to do this, you're trying to prove to them. And he said, or these two people are like, and that's all like great and all, but it's bullshit to help you get through this. When you're going to hit your 40 mile mark and you still know you have 100 more miles to go, that stuff isn't going to get you anywhere. It all comes from within. It's all you and the work that you've put in um you can you can act like the charity that you're doing this for is going to motivate you to finish but that at the end of the day you're the one running and you have to rely on every single thing that you've um worked through and built on your foundation to get through it and mark was just explaining this to me over the phone and he was oh you know you know how mark is so much energy he's getting fired up and then, that's what I love about Mark Dowdle is the dude has an uh, internal flame that is forever uh lit and it's so sick.
1: It's contagious, dude. I mean it's I watch that guy's stories all the time and when he sends me it, it is tough, like when he sends us those Snapchats in our little group when I'm like tired and like negative. Who will be like, square the fuck up, Declan, tighten up. And then tighten after up. he does it, then, like, seven other people are like, yeah, tighten the fuck up, Declan, figure it out. Like, that's so contagious. It's crazy. Yeah. It, I love it. I just think he's going to – like, I, I also don't have any doubts. Like, I'm just like, the kid's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I know he's going to find a way to do it. And that just always impresses me. Like, and I can't even imagine – I actually can't even imagine, like, the nerves – he probably is going through right now just in terms of like what that's about and he's
0: um, you know where he is right now he's driving the west coast um connecting with store owners and uh moving busy around growing yeah, the busy brand velocity
1: manager yeah i just i again i went to i went to the sprouts again this week in tucson to grab a cup of or grab a thing of cold brew before i went up camping i'll be honest wasn't there again and the other good thing is I figured out what our promo code actually is. It's uh, not. It's not BP Busy Twenty. It's B Pocket Busy Twenty or Busy B Pocket Twenty. I have it right here. One sec.
0: Yeah, look that up. That um, was so but, funny last week. Yeah, it was B, BP Ten.
1: <laughs> it's something, dude. I don't know. I'd, it was the craziest promo code I've ever received in my life. I really. I couldn't really put it into words. Um, but we do have one. And it is yeah, it's okay, yeah. Even crazier. Listen how psycho this promo code is. You ready? Yep. It's busy back pocket twenty. B Z Y B P O C K E T 20. That's B Z Y B P O C K E T 20. Is there only one Z? One Z. Who does that?
0: Busy Pocket. Busy B Pocket 20. <laughs> Busy B Pocket 20. Busy B Pocket 20. That's it? God. Wow. I hey, think we could work on that. I think we can work on it. I think we can get something easier for our listeners.
1: Yeah. How about like uh, Mark Dowell can come up with something? Yeah. Just put, promo code Dowell's a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: might be a little too long. Could just be promo code Dowdle. Promo code Dowdle. Speaking of psychos, I uh I went to the Karim uh, Gym, which is Brogan Graham's new uh, garage yeah. gym. Yeah. I went on Tuesday morning. Um, after you threw me in a group chat at like eight thirty at night, and uh I was like, yeah, Brogan, I'm in. Let's do it. Let's send it. And then he responds with something like, uh, get there at five five twenty. It's going to be a cultish style workout, wear a mask and talk in hushed tones. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, all right, let's do this. And Shorewood is like 30 minutes west of here. And oh, wow. So I knew I had to get up. I woke up at 4:40 and got there at like five 15. I was the first one there. And Brogan was like, I love that. You're the first one here, dude. Um, And then Coon showed up. Um, This guy Tyler Lorenzen, Lorenzen.
1: Tyler Lorenzen, yeah. Yeah,
0: and then two other guys that uh, are in the November Project crew. So it was six six of us. Five thirty in the morning. Now that the sun's getting up later, uh, it was pitch black. And he had just moved into this house two weeks ago, so his garage is brand new, um, like gym that he he wants to make a garage gym like community. And he lives next to a park. We ran to the park to start for a warm-up. There's a giant sled hill that we ran, we ran up six times. And then there was a 40-foot tin slide that you we bombed down after you run up the, the hill. Then you run over to side, and then you bomb down this slide that's big enough for, like, Brogan to go down, who's the 6'6 goddess. Uh, it was the funniest thing. It's pitch black, and I'm just bombing it down the sled hill, running up. And uh, that, we did that as a warm-up, ran back, and then it was a 40-minute AMRAP of six exercises. I was toasted, Declan. I had no legs left. And then we ran. And then we had a finisher of 10 burpees. And then we ran back to the park, up the hill, down the slide, and back to the garage um, as our last thing. And the winner got an Aquaman action figure. So every time we have the finisher, that Aquaman action figure gets passed around. Psychos. (laughs) I'm going back tomorrow morning. That is amazing, dude. What's it called? Karim Jim? You got to get a personal invite from Brogan or what? You got to get a personal invite from Brogan. Karim. K-A-R-M-I-N. Karim Jim. Yeah, K-A-R-I-M. Jim North. Um. Brogan's the man. His, his kid was sleeping, hilarious. and he had his little monitor in the garage, and he was like, all right, just got to make sure he doesn't wake up. So I'm going to keep checking this, and if he wakes up, you guys are too loud and you fail, and you're not welcome back. <laughs> you wake up the kid, you're screwed. You're screwed. Uh, Dude, that's so funny. But that's, yeah, another, goes... that's another thing, Deck. Like, meeting up with Coons randomly and seeing him and working out with Coons, like, another person that's in our circle. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just so much fun. And what's kind of dragging a little bit is me not being able to exactly share. Like I always get excited when we have something, when someone asks how's back pocket doing, I am struggling, like saying what exactly I, how I want to describe what the future of back pocket is. And yeah. right now it's kind of like we're in consistently. I say we're in a lull. Declan's out in Tucson we're trying our best to record over zoom. And when he comes back, like backlog, a ton of podcasts. but the actual, like why of back pocket is, um, that's really what's in the law of the, the, yeah.
1: Yeah. We don't get to go to like the workouts anymore. We don't have, we don't like have, uh, the consistent replenishing of our, uh, community per se. At least when I'm here, you could still go see coons and do all that stuff too. Yeah. But, and that's dude, that's what I was saying too. Like, Um, I was thinking about like going on that road trip again and like thinking about how we would record and what the studio would look like. And then like looking at down, down the road at like an even bigger vision with like having like a traveling, like if you, if we actually took back pocket on the road, if like this first road trip goes, well, we like get the bug about wanting to go across the country in a van or some shit, like having that. And I was like, dude, it's crazy. Like I know I'm not there right now, but like we have a full on studio in our house, like where you're sitting currently.
0: And we're not going to have that a year from now, probably. Right. Like, and that's another thing we're, we're as a house right now talking about what, if we're staying here again, like so much shit. It's
1: just a lot of moving parts, but then it just tells you, it's like fucking live in the moment. Just do the things that you want to do right now. They're like, set yourself a shorter itinerary just so you can have a little bit more, uh, have a little bit more happiness and that that short spurts while they're short and they're spurty, have some gratitude throughout it too. And I was just like, man, I was again, back to the studio. I was like, I'm thankful. Like we actually like built a studio in our house and like, we've been using it for a long ass, like for this whole year. And I'm like, I just don't want it to go to waste. So I was like, you should just start having as many different people in that studio as you possibly can, and just like I said, if, if, if I don't need to be there at all, I would much—I just want it to be put to use and put to good use, you know. Yep, get freaking you, broken and Jason in there. Get, you know, it doesn't. I there's so many parts of like that's the part that I get back to again. Is if I can go to bed at night and still have podcasts that I can listen to that aren't even with me in it and it's still the thing that we run, like, dude, that's going to make me happier than anything, dude. Like, because then that just like opens the floodgates. It doesn't open the floodgates, but it's just like, it's another step. It's a step in a, it's another step in a different direction we've never had before while we're still able to maintain the thing that we really care about, which is this conversation right here.
0: Yeah. I'm with you, dude. I actually, yeah. Like Blake, Mark Dowdle and I, Blake Weber, Mark Dowdle and I are going to record a podcast. Yeah, um Thursday sure. the the Thursday before we go um do the run. And yeah I was gonna I was gonna I was about to tell you that we were gonna release it right away. Um yeah. to like record on Thursday, release it Friday morning, um to just like bring more awareness to Mark and what he's doing. For yeah. Are you gonna um do you wanna OBS it and
1: everything or what? Have Marcus there?
0: Oh, maybe I should.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, if that's the, that's the quickest way to put it out there. Marcus knows how to do almost everything.
0: Yeah, I'll text so, him. That's a great yeah. point.
1: That way you can just put it out right away instead of having to like chop everything up and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, I also have this freaking supercomputer now, which is absolutely bananas. I yeah, how's that
0: computer, it. dude? It's
1: sick. I have a fucking full Xbox on here now. I played uh, PGA Golf, like, a lot. And then I just got this like massive, so like dude, yeah. So I don't like, think PJ
0: can we can play cross platform
1: on uh, probably not because I'm Steam. That's what I am. It's PC.
0: Okay. Because so. Jonah, Jonah uh, Matt, and I play on Live and in, in separate rooms, uh, just in the same house, and it's so much better playing on Live because you don't wait for shots. Everyone shoots. At the same time, or like whenever they're ready, they just shoot, and like we finish the hole, and it, then there's a loading till everyone else finishes the hole, then it goes to the next one. You can play 18 holes with three people in 16 minutes,
1: because you're just hitting over and over and over and
0: over on repeat. Yeah. We yeah, we just tried to we tried to play a speed round yesterday, and Matt shot minus eight, Joan and I both shot minus four on pro, and uh, it was so much fun. I absolutely love PGA.
1: Yeah, so,
0: so you got to – I'm it
1: like the easy move right now. or oh, the easy mode. Yeah. Because I'm just trying to get used to it. Like I'm, I'm flicking the stick up too fast, so I'm not able to – I'm hitting it too fast, so I'm just pulling it every time. Yep. So I'm trying to straighten that out first. And then the putting, like I've been using the little preview putt just to see how my reads are, and –
0: putting is so hard in this game it's so hard it everything is so hard the game is i'm i'm playing on pro which is like your c level you're, you're like you know there's five more advanced versions than what, what i'm playing at and i struggle okay. my I like i struggle all the time so what are your settings
1: is it the same like just walk me through like do you have the zoom do you have everything or what's the yeah you got
0: all the features it's just more the, the um The swing is way more sensitive. So you, and it's, you know how there's like that white bar when you're going back and forth and you got to keep it in it on the lower versions. It's wide, the pro it gets tighter. So you have to like, keep it really in line and keep it straight. Your tempo is very important. And then like the winds and your lie are just more advanced and you just have to factor in all the other moving parts. Yeah. Um, Do
1: you keep the, do you keep the, um, Putt preview on, too, or no?
0: We get we get three putt previews. Uh, around? Around, yeah. You got to use them wisely. Always on an eagle putt. If you need to, you know, grind out a par, and it's an important okay. putt. Um, but nope. you got to just use them wisely. Dude, perfect. Yes. Yeah. And the other hard, hard part good. is the, you can't get off the tee. You can only hit it 170 or 270 yards, and your second shots are always, it's like three wood. It's like, dude, why can't I, ha- why can't I only hit my three wood? Two twenty. <laughs> it's so funny. That's so funny, dude. I played this
1: course yesterday. The total course length was like 3,400 four uh, hundred yards. Like tiny, teensy course. Like there was a par five that was like two seventy.
0: Yeah, short, like, driving course? the green. Yeah, dude. There's, I had like um, three. There's mini putt courses. Really? Yeah. There. Joan and I played a putt putt course. Were you? at you, yeah we just only used putter and it was like had a, like objects in the way and it was f- so fun yeah i want to start streaming again
1: uh playing that game i feel like it'd be super we can make that happen no problem now i think we I could gotta too. play more
0: yeah especially with Joan and matt and i playing all the time <laughs> <laughs> we play every day yeah just start streaming that
1: it would be funny <laughs> as hell it's too good get a league going yeah, that's
0: it's uh, freaking nuts. But So what's uh what's the um the progression with your buildings? Like you you got 3 retirement buildings going up in Tucson and you're in charge yeah. of one of them. There's there's yep. three guys on the job. One of the yep. guys is leaving here next week. He yeah, there's a little more to that, but yeah. And then it's just going to be two guys in their yep. early 20s.
1: Yeah, me and a guy who's our age. That's it. One of the buildings is pretty much totally done. One of the buildings is like ninety-some percent done, and then my building's like forty percent done. And yeah, our boss Bummy, who people have heard about in a, a little bit. I was hot. I was on. I was hot early talking about Bummy, putting him out on social media and stuff. And then he saw that I was doing that, and was he had kind words for me. So we shut that down. So if you haven't seen anything about Bummy in a long time, that's why. Um, (laughs) So he leaves for Cabo last week to go on a fishing trip for uh, Labor Day. And he leaves me and the other kid in charge. And just a lot of things happened. And we had to work. I think I worked seven days straight. um, And so did the other kid. The other kid works just as many hours, if not more. And like it, nothing really went too wrong, but we had to like go off the cuff, off cuff a little bit to get some shit done. And, uh, what's up? Uh, Dennis and Sarah are here. Perfect. We'll be done in a little bit here. Okay. Thanks. That's my, that's uh that's my landlord. Anyways, uh, about to go golfing, but, uh, yeah so he come- bummy comes back this week and we redo the schedule and we lost a week on the schedule and what happened? like we just had to redo the schedule with like bummy had just put dates in that weren't really realistic, supposedly, and our schedule went from October twelfth or something to like November second we just like lost three weeks, but bummy figures all this out right after he comes back from Cabo, so now he tells us that. The week he left for Cabo was the week we lost three weeks on the, on the job. <laughs> and Dude, the guy was like about to flip a table on me. I swear to God. It was like, what the hell? This is not that big of a deal. Like we'll, we'll get it done. It's not, it, I'm always attacking it from like the standpoint of like, Hey, we'll figure it out. Eventually. It's not, it's not that big of a deal, but it's just crazy. I was telling you this the other day. Like, I just don't understand how people come to me for things that they need. Like I, I am a, I am in charge of a building that the people building the building know like 10 times more than I do about how to build a building. It's (laughs) asset.
0: And they're coming for you for the answers.
1: Yeah. And I have like a decent idea of schedule and things that need to get done next X, Y, and Z. But it's like, it's a lot of, it's like a lot of responsibility. And I, I mean, I like it. It's fine. We get it done. I feel more like I was telling you, I feel like a peewee football softball or a football coach where all the kids are smarter and more athletic than I ever was. And I'm just like calling the plays and doing press conferences and that's about it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll be here. I don't know I don't know how long I'll be here, but basically whenever we're done with the job, we're going to go on a road trip and that's, that's final.
0: Yeah, I, everyone asks. And that's another funny-ass thing about you not being here. Um, no one asks how I'm doing. Everyone asks, <laughs> "How's Decky doing?" <laughs> First question I ever mouth when I see anyone. Um, and and then I always like, "Yeah, I you know, like, when's he coming back?" And I always, i right now. My answer is after Thanksgiving. Nice. Now
1: you you, you send motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right, though. I mean, I'm yep. sure.
0: It all fucking cuz if you get back earlier than that then more power to you but i'm tired exactly. of saying like end of august end of september end of october now i'm just going i'm going i'm sandbagging you. end of uh, end of november yeah well
1: actually then i'll make i'll meet that deadline and be like actually january 1 january 1 21 oh my god no i hope that's not the case It shouldn't be the case but um yeah dude another and it goes back again to like you know the the issues of uh just like not having a lot of like true vision, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. Again, I always say it's not a bad thing. It's, it's better that we're con- contemplating a vision rather than not even knowing that we should have a vision or not have a vision. Right. We're, we're seeing, we're seeing, we have eyes. That's better than not having eyes. This is what I, I guess is what I'm getting at. But like, I don't want to be in fucking construction the rest of my life. This would be a miserable not miserable, but miserable. (laughs) Oh my God. Like I, in order to do a good job, like you have to just like always be thinking about it. It just needs to consume your life so that it gets done. And I don't want that. And nor am I like, I'm a good, I feel like I'm a good communicator. I'm sure I can definitely, people on the job site that like those tangible skills are not, are things required to be good at construction. But like, I just question all the time now, more than ever, where I'm just like, I just want to get in a car, pack my fucking things and go around the country and just podcast and forget about everything because it just weighs on me, dude. It's so much and I don't want to do it that much anymore. I just don't know how much longer I can last. And I know there's definitely a lifestyle waiting for me, not waiting for me, but I know there's another lifestyle I can go for that. I'll be just as happy, maybe make some much same amount of money. If not, we'll figure it out. I mean, I, there's just so much more. There's so much more to it. There's so much more to life than construction. But at the same time, I do realize like I could just be traveling around the country a couple more year, a couple more years, get these jobs in cool locations, get paid for it, maybe live that lifestyle. But I don't know. It's just a, it's, it's a first time where I'm like, not as comfortable as I didn't realize I was before. And now I'm like, I'm like, I got to get out of this fucking (laughs) fishbowl. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm with you. Like people are making changes. Um, yeah. Jack Burke just changed jobs. Um, Steve's looking to change his job. Um, Things are like – you're in that point where, like, you can keep tasting, but you want to find that one thing and and go all in on it. Um, you know, you can only taste for so long. I know Gary Vee always pounds it out, like, keep trying, keep trying. Your 20s is for just finding what you love. Oh, really and uh, I have found what I love. And I want you to find what you love from the standpoint of, like, the end, the end goal is there. Like, you're not, you're not like working horizontally to then go vertically. You're just still trending in that run one area. Um, Whether it is being in the construction thing. And that's something that we talk about for the last four years of just like how much of back pocket is full time. Like, what does that mean? Do we want that? Um, If we take it full time, what would we execute on? And I know I'm kind of going off on a little like a tangents right now and I'm not connecting the dots, but what I'm getting at is when I talked with Jeremy last week um, about how BackPocket can start making more money and we always struggle with providing the value first with um, sponsors, whether they, they're podcast sponsors or boachella sponsors, we're always value first and we want to give them so much value and undercharge them. That's like how we operate and I think with that mindset we have and all of these companies that we work with are usually family-owned small businesses they don't have a lot of marketing dollars so if they do give us money it's a big investment and I always feel terrible not returning that value yeah so flipping the model is pretty much what Jeremy was saying and start charging our listeners to utilize our community. And I don't know if that is a good job of saying it, but a subscription model where we partner with all of these 280 podcast guests that we've had on and their companies that they run with. And we have a unique offering with each one, whether it's a product, a service, um, a discount. And there's a giant Rolodex for our community to pay 10 bucks a month, to see all of these awesome things, whether it's unreal apparel, whether it's going to Karim gym, whether it's, um, you know, the various things that we, um, have talked with our guests through and they can join us and they can do it themselves. So they, they have this access. They can, um, get discounts when we host live shows, when we have Bochella, they have first dibs on a discount to all these events Um, And then also we can host random events, whether it's like workouts outside. um, And they are the first people we ask, Hey, do you want to come? And it's free for them or something like that. Uh, And now we get 50 people to invest in that. And, and, you know, it's just, that's the annuity and the subscription service is, you see it everywhere. It's the biggest moneymaker. It's the biggest win because companies know it's going to come in every month. Uh, that's why my dad's company is, was able to fight through all of this COVID stuff right now. They have a subscription model through the wine um, section of their uh, restaurant. Uh, you see all of the media companies going to some type of subscription, whether it's NBC using Peacock, Disney with Disney Plus, uh, all these various things. And I truly believe we could get a ton of people especially since we're dominating the sandbox we've said it since the beginning of last year we have dominated the twin cities we know more people doing way more like we know more people doing miscellaneous things than i think anyone in this city because we have not narrowed down on one thing we can go in so many different directions and we always know someone there um, yeah. and we got to we got to bring that we got to bring that closer together and and uh make it nice nice and tidy and put a little bow on it and say, Hey, back community. 10 yeah, bucks. Wrap it into like a little burrito. Yeah. Thought Chipotle burrito. We yeah, haven't talked about this. This is the first time I'm bringing it up to you.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I uh, I saw, I seen the meeting notes on it and I saw the idea for a subscription thing. And, uh, I always, I'm not, I mean, you know me, I'm not very like, I'm not ever confident that anyone will ever buy it. Like that people will just like buy into things that I tell them about. Uh, I just never have been not saying that this won't work. I, what I'm saying is I like the idea of the subscription model and I know it works like your dad's wine company. uh, Cooper's Hawk has the wine club membership where you pay a subscription and you get wine. So they're able to just target all the people that not only go to the restaurant, but also like wine. Those are typically your wine club members. Whereas like, I want to know what, who our most dedicated listeners are and what they really enjoy the most. Because if we spread out uh, 60 different uh, options because of, like you said, the style of our podcast is just everything. I wonder what, if we were just to release it now and say subscription to, uh, and here's the 60 different deals. I wonder like what things people are most interested in,
0: you know? I think the the best things that we would do is events, obviously, like workouts and hosting those like once a month or something and just bringing people yeah. outside having maddie see lead, lead a yoga sophie do a hit workout and yeah they do sculpt and then yeah. we all just hang out and we drink beer in the park um yeah yeah like no. that's a no-brainer and you know yeah. and if they pay 10 bucks a month to know that there's gonna be one of those every month and then they also can use busy promo code in there they can use an unreal promo code in there and they're not now they're inter- they're interacting with us and they get deals it's, uh, yeah. it's almost like we're, we're using the, uh, let's go app, the dating app,
1: basically wow. that same
0: model, but we're doing it with us. Like what we, what we have built. And yeah. now we get yeah. to like rekindle all of these conversations with like the Jason Coonses, the Brogan grams, the Austin Harrington's go play around with Austin Harrington, um, for mm-hmm. uh discounted golf, like, lessons. golf, golf lessons, something. Um, yeah. Get your yeah. – we have a list of f- filmers. Have a photo shoot with Davis Neary. Have a photo shoot with Jake uh, – or uh, Josh Moe. Um, we got all these people. Like, we need to uh, give them more value, and we have all of these other people that want the value. Anybody in the city. <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: that's the thing, too, is uh, just, like, do we have a big enough audience or a big enough know it, knowledge, of, knowledge base of people that would, like – be interested or no, like be interested in the different things that we provide. Like, Facebook, and I would say, ads. yeah, hundred percent. Facebook say, ads, Facebook ads, yeah. Well, that's what I do. I think that's our most underutilized thing that we have right now with our sponsors. Like, when they pay a, a sponsorship, like they're paying to be a part of the brand now, and part of that brand could be podcast ads. Could be us just talking genuinely about it now. Like Green Rider now being a a sponsor is freaking sweet um record like they're they they deliver they're like a drug delivery uh business and pharmaceutical
0: uh for ubers yeah. or an Uber pharmaceutical where you um you know whatever you, whatever you need at walgreens or the local cvs they have that delivery service for you green rider correct
1: we got to get the founder on because he's got an amazing story about like how he came up with the company. He was explaining yeah, to us. Yeah. And so they're awesome together.
0: guys. Like they are fired up about what we're doing. Um, yeah. and they absolutely loved Boachella. Uh, they were on the yeah. boat. And did you hear that out of the 200 people that came on the boat, the 200 plus people, 70 people signed up for green rider. Um, that's so sick. That's like yeah. the things that I love. That's the value that I'm like, sweet. We like, they invested in Boachella and they saw the ROI. Um, they didn't need, they weren't going after money. They don't have the, everything exactly fleshed out, but they're like right around turning the corner on releasing everything. So they're just looking for signups. Um, and all you got to do is go to greenrider.com and, uh, or follow them on Instagram and you'll see the value that, w- that they, uh, that they're offering.
1: Right. A hundred percent. But that, that, that still goes back to the same spot of like, I wonder if there's a test that we could run that would get us an idea of what, types of things people are most interested in and what you just described, which was like workouts, events, um, coffee, uh, throw in like bolos or seltzers, you know, different types of things. I don't know what we, what else we could offer, but there's tons of different, different opportunities that we could throw out there. I wonder if there's like a way we could just like test that in the market without having them pay yet just to see. If you, if you take away the barrier to entry there right away, just to see if like people actually click on it and do th- something with it.
0: I mean, yeah, I that's, know. that's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, um, that's the, I think that would be the, 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 the right first step because okay, you're not going to make someone pay 10 bucks to something that's not proven yet. You just say, Hey, first three months are free. And then you, but they, you make them sign up with their credit card. So then after when the fourth month hits, they're still in the system and then they start paying yeah. Something like that. Okay. Or you give a discount. You know? It's all it's all you know a little give and take, little Facebook ads, little uh you know, gabagool, a little it's a more you toss the you toss the line in and you we, we,
1: we, 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 we ain't got one, bang. bang. Four months.
0: Dude, bang. your bird noises, did you just pull that out of nowhere? Or were you practicing that shit because you, good you nailed it. <laughs> 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 dude it's bugging me
1: it was just actually bugging me like i want just like not the i was the first one up what's up oh yes thank you there you go not right. many i'll see you on the course a little mimosa just got a little screwdriver to get my day started Screw from Kathy.
0: that's phenomenal
1: dude i'm telling you being in the, the Divorcee uh, 60 plus demo out here is amazing. Oh,
0: that's phenomenal. I love
1: it. Um, that is strong. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: the birds, dude. About- the birds.
1: Oh. Yes. <laughs> you
0: came, they came out of nowhere, too. You were like all fired up about these fucking birds, and then all of a sudden you started doing the bird noises. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude i the re so i so first off the impetus behind it was i just got done with a workout sophie um has me doing these which if you need anybody to like help uh pl- like plan workouts or something she's great for uh like me being on the road no equipment so i text sophie hey can you give me a few no equipment workouts that i can mess around with she sends them right over to me And uh, one of them is like a hill run circuit for four reps of hill runs. And I live by this massive hill. So I'll wake up and like you said earlier, when you went to Karim, like it's just dark out earlier all day now Yep, until at least 630. So I'm running in the dark at all morning. And then the second I'm done with my workout is when it's like lighter outside. And I'm like, and then now the birds all fucking start chirping. And it's funny to be the guy to hear the first bird because some, one bird has to like muster up the confidence to like start yelling, you know? Like one bird's like, yep, I have, I'm going to have to, and then like on one other bird, like actually hears it. And it's like, I guess it's time to start screaming today. And like, that's, and then all of a sudden you have word of mouth traveling across five, six, seven miles of a certain area. And now you have a bird takeover. And I thought that was pretty cool.
0: That is, it's money. You literally take guess perfectly. What?
1: Guess what, dude? But guess what? I'm up before the birds. I fucking decide when the birds get to start chirping because I'm the first one that's chirping.
0: I'm the first one Me. that's chirping. What was the, I'm, uh, the the guy,
1: one? I'm the guy. I'm the guy. Oh. And that's all I want is I, I just want other people to be the, be the determiners, be the ones that they can wake up in the morning. And if they're actually tired and they don't want uh, like they're, they're in a lull or something, they, they have excuses. Like they're the ones that can get themselves out of there. And that's what it takes. That's what it takes.
0: That's what it takes. I was,
1: I was really caught up on that uh, at the end of my video as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right on, dude. While we're getting funny, to I knew.
1: Go ahead. Um, yeah, we are getting to the end. I, I will let you. Oh, we will get there. We will get to the end. The end is in sight because we can see. We have a vision. We have and that's a vision. not what I'm saying about our vision, but I'm just, I'm just also flexing the fact that we can see. <laughs> <laughs> I need glasses, though. You need glasses. I have 20, 20 vision and it's probably one of the main reasons why I'm as uh, effective and productive as I am, because I can see far and close at the same time. And I cannot. <laughs> but I knew it uh, goes back to that conversation of like, oh, I didn't know. Like I, we've been like struggling, not struggling, but just like, I haven't had much like motivation or want to like post- videos or pictures or whatever it is like you said it's start some of it has start started to seem a little bit like a chore but after i posted that bird video on my story i had like four people respond right away and they were like this got me fucking fired up so i was like all right you guys need to see it now i'm gonna put it out on back pocket and see if, how many more people need to see that mm-hmm. and that video i don't even know if it even got over 400 views i don't really even care that the, those are the kind of videos just like your dad um, doing his motivation Mondays talks every Monday on an Instagram story. I don't care how many people view it. I just care that people do see it because it's that's some of my favorite content that keeps me going on mm-hmm. a day to day
0: basis. It's memorable. That's the statement that I want to keep in everyone's brain. You know, um, and I love it. I, I, my dad's videos are phenomenal. I, he He's gotten so freaking good. He's got good at him, dude. Like so good. I am shocked. This last one too. He, and he's all one take. And I ask him every time, one take, dad, one take. And he, you know how he preps. Uh, if he's not going on a walk, if he's walking, he'll think about it and then do one take. But usually, um, more times than not, he's going for a swim. And he says throughout his whole swim, he's rehearsing what he's going to say. And, that, and then he literally forgets that he's swimming and he'll, and he'll swim for 40 minutes. And then he gets out of the pool, and as he's leaving the Lifetime or wherever he works out, uh, he's, then he records it. One take, walking out of the, the workout to his car in that 60 seconds that it takes. That's how he finds, you know, he creates time for the value and just walks from the place to his car, and he nails it one take. Cheers, boys. That's amazing. Johnny I. Pops. Johnny
1: I. It's so – it's amazing. I absolutely love that. I do the same thing though when I'm running too and I'm like planning on like wanting to have a video or something that I want to put out. That's like what I'll, I'll just constantly like have shit on my mind. Like, Oh, what I want to say, what I want to say. And it's funny because like when you do that, you like find yourself a little more accountable, a little more like on it, you know? Yep. It's It's money. Uh, It's great. Dude, is there any content that you want to be making right now?
0: Any content that I want to be making? Um,
1: Well, because my the reason I'm asking is like I don't want people to think that it's just like just me all the time, you know. Sure. Because I'm always putting shit out there, I always will. But like, I want you if you want to get your screen if you want to get screen time, dude, go for it. I'm never gonna say you shouldn't. But I know. And if you don't want to, then it's not no worries. It Doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I'm. I I like when I'm uh, gassing someone else up. So I I gotta find I gotta put myself in more situations where I can record. Um, with someone or or record someone else that is yeah. that is doing cool shit because at the end of the day that 's why I love back pocket the most is because it 's a platform in a community to uplift voices of people that you know, are in the same shoes as us and they're fighting every day to, you know, find that vision to work hard and to, you know, be fulfilled. So I got to put myself in more situations and actually record them. Cause actually I am putting myself in those situations, whether it's like Sid just rec- uh, did her first class at, uh, altar on Friday and, uh, she crushed it. She absolutely crushed it. There was 18 of us, me, Sophie, and then a bunch of Sid's friends. And, uh, then we went out and just ran the gamut. It was so much fun. Um, and, but I need to like, I am always like phone down and live in the moment, but I needed like actually just like take a quick moment to act to record this because that, uh, will help them more than I think. Yeah,
1: no, I, that's a really, really good example. And I would, I think that if that's your role, that's your role, you know, do it. Um, I'm just, I, that's always like my thing is I've always just thought about it. Like I'm like always thinking about content, which I wrote that in my journal the other day. Um, I do, I was just like having one of those like paranoia moments and I'm like, why am I always thinking about fucking content? Why I'm all, I always am no matter what, uh, blessing and the curse. But another thing too, like I said, mentioned earlier, dude, just like use the podcast studio because we only have, if we're, if we're literally gone in May, it's. Which is when our lease is up. Which, if we want to stay, we want to stay. If we don't want to stay, we don't want to stay. I'm leaving that out of out to out to uh, out for uh, out to the jury. But I mean, you're we're halfway through September, so you're telling me you have all of October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. So you have eight months left with that studio. I do too. I'm not always there, and we're not always recording, but it's a sacred space to have some of the best conversations you'll ever have in your life. And it's in our own house. Right. Even if they're not recorded, I'm sure people are going up there still just to hang out. I saw Sophie in there and, and the other day, like maybe a Friday or Saturday. I don't yeah, know. Sophie,
0: we had like 12 people in here. Uh, That's awesome. We had then, Gre-
1: it's, then it's being used. I'm yeah. good.
0: Gre- Greg was jamming on the guitar. Uh, and then we had a, a podcast going on in the background. We, and they wouldn't let me record it though. It was pissing me off. I was like, "Let me record this, and we can just save it, and no one ever released it." And they're like, yeah. "No, we're not recording." I'm like, "Damn it! All right, fine." Yeah. Yeah. But I'm
1: yeah, and I and dude, I'm that is like my favorite part about our house is that people want to come up into the studio and hang out. Like people see that as like a sacred space to do just exactly that, and that yeah. makes me happy. And we we earned that, you know. I think that's fucking sweet. Um, but again, if if there's other people that want to come on, like mark or blake or i for, i mean there's all kinds of different people uh that we can think of that we in within our community that we can continue to uh push forward then those are the people like let's just do it like let, don't don't think twice about it just because i'm not there right will you, you, you and i'll continue to put stuff out there between you and i no problem and if you have videos that you need me to chop up me and marcus have a the, the content team at back pocket corpse is always running strong it's
0: it's flourishing
1: it's flourishing always
0: has been Right on, dude. I I say we uh, we put a bow on it. You got our, you got a uh, round of golf to play. Um, yep. There's there's football to be watched. How should we yep. end this podcast? Um. Oh, dude. I had a uh... any. Um. I I got to still read that that letter that you sent yeah. me over. I got to yes. read that. But any question from that that is like super, like that comes first to mind. that we should like answer as we finish this podcast. Um. and you could take it a different route too
1: I mean yeah definitely read that article it's Hunter S. Thompson's uh, letter back to his friend like Huber or Homer or something in 1948 and his friend basically sends him a letter and says hey I'm looking for some life advice I'm trying to get my life squared away and Hunter S. Thompson writes him a letter back on his advice and what he thinks he could do to make his life a little bit better. And it's beautifully written. It came at a time from Adam Lovick, a kid who loves our podcast and does – he runs a um, travel blog, wrote wrote an article on it last year and sent it to me. And uh, it just – it really clarified things for me because one of the things he said was – in the letter was, if you have eight things in front of you that you're looking to do and you don't like any of them, it's up to you to choose the ninth, the ninth route. It's up to you to figure out the next thing that you want to do and be happy with the fact that you can do that. So we don't know what we're doing in the next six months. That sucks. That also is the best opportunity we have to live in the moment and figure out what we want to do. As long as you're committed every single day to finding what you want to do, being who you want to be, constantly active on that, you can conform goals to whatever that person becomes. Amen. And who we become. So I'm not worried whatsoever. And I've never been happier. But at the same time, these are the conversations, these hour long conversations per week between you and I. Just needs to happen going forward. Always needs to. We've come back to these moments every single time where we come into these little frits moments where we're like hey we need to fucking figure this shit out what are we doing and it happens every time on these meetings so i say we continue to do them each week you and i until uh, I'll, I'll probably fly back one of these weeks we can record some podcasts get those out you record some podcasts get those out we'll have new podcasts that we're producing for other people those
0: will be out very soon but regardless we're always moving up and to the right up and to the right jackie i'm proud of you you're a fucking stud keep working hard And uh, hey, go low today. Thanks, bro. Love you, man. I love you and I love everybody else. Take care. Take care.
1: She could ever want is right in front of her She could never pay
0: Someone else to say What she's trying to get across to you She's a star Gazing
1: You can see the look in her eye
0: She's a dream Chasing She's made up her mind Made up her mind Just watching out Everything she says, I'm going to have to try and catch her
1: now before she